Good morning, Bates County, and especially Rich Hill, Missouri. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all don't stop. Muscle Brigade Morning Show. We are. I just dropped the kids off. We're sitting outside of Rich Hill Tiger Fitness. We are looking at the old, old security bank. If you know, you know. Those of you that are as old as I am or a little bit older know about the old security bank. So, yeah. Man. Man, what happened this weekend? Um, so I was actually going to do a podcast on Saturday and Sunday, and I didn't get around to it doing homework on Saturday. We went to food fair and went and got some ice cream. There's a local ice cream company that makes their ice cream homemade out in Eldon, Missouri. And I was going to do a podcast on it, do a review on it. And I haven't done it yet. And I'm not going to do it now. For the simple fact that uh, I, I can't remember the name and I can't remember the ice cream names, the different flavors. So we're going to uh, leave that at that. I'll try to do it tonight. But we did sample them and I do have some more in the freezer. So. I, I did end up getting like seven or I think it was seven. Um, and the way this came about was uh, they had posted in, I believe it was a Rich Hill Garage sale about supporting local companies. And somehow I ended up on his page. And uh, he owns another business. And I'm all about, you know, small businesses supporting them and this, that, and the other, but I felt like I didn't have all the information, and you're telling me that you want me to support this business, but you own another business. So, I mean, I get it. Like, my wife said that I overreacted. I may have, but if you own another business, that is probably doing pretty well. Because I did check it out on Facebook and it seemed like it was doing pretty well. Why are you trying to con smaller towns? But, you know, maybe I overreacted. So, um, there's that, and I will do, I mean, 
I don't know if I'll do a podcast on it or if I'll do a live video on it. I haven't decided yet. So, yep, there's that. Um, so, President Trump said that he will not be at the inauguration of President-elect Biden. Uh, man, that is crazy. Like, how big of a baby can you be? I know that's going to make some of you mad, but, like, whether he was gypped of the presidency or he wasn't, like, have some class, have some dignity. That's just crazy to me. Uh, And then I've also heard that, uh, That they arrested uh, the guy that looked like a Viking. I don't know. It's just crazy. Uh, so if you haven't heard, there's a... I think it was Friday or Saturday. There was a domestic dispute out in Rockville, Missouri. And I always think it's funny when I hear about Rockville because it's, it's so small, like kind of in the middle of nowhere. But there was some shots fired and, and this, that, and the other. So it was crazy. Um, so I will tell you, we went to basketball on Saturday. Man, man, oh, man. I'm going to – this is – Let's talk a little about that, because I was talking to a buddy about it pretty much the whole, well, the whole first game for sure, and it's just, to me, it's it's frustrating, and it's irritating. Um, And I'm going to tell you why. I have, so... I think the fourth grade boys won. The fifth grade, I don't know about the fifth grade girls. Oh, they don't have fifth grade girls or fifth grade boys. Fifth and sixth grade is one for us. So we, we lost, uh, The sixth grade boys lost both of them. Fifth and sixth grade boys lost both of them. The fourth grade boys won. I'm and I'm not sure about some of the others. The sixth grade, fifth and sixth grade girls. Uh, I think they won one and lost one. I'm not sure. No, I think they won both of them. But anyways, <clears throat> I was talking to I was talking to somebody, and uh, they said, "You know, man," they said, "That's why people are pissed off at you in in town, because you come in here after twenty years, and you start criticizing the town." I said, what? What? 
I said, look, man. I said, I, I may be. I said, my intention is not to criticize the town, the school district, anything about this place. I'm here to help. And that's what I said. I said, you know, I've offered my help. And I want to help. And he was like, yeah, but it's it's your approach. Maybe it is. I have offered to help from the school district to City Hall, like for the city of Rich Hill, um, and the youth programs. And he said, well, you're coming in here and you're talking about fundamentals. I said, yeah, fundamentals. I said, the other teams that we play have it. Why don't we have it? He said, because all we care about is winning. I said, winning? I said, at, at the this level, we shouldn't be worried about winning. We should be worried about teaching our kids the fundamentals. Holding camps for the fundamentals of basketball. It wasn't much of a camp, but I remember when I was in uh, grade school playing basketball. And one of my one of my buddy's parents coached and then there was there was another coach um, that I played for and he just looked mean he kind of was mean but he just yeah he just looked mean and they did a lot of yelling <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you this I was not the best at basketball I was not. And I learned that, oh, I don't know, my eighth grade year. So after my eighth grade year, I didn't, I didn't want to waste my time or the coach's time or, you know, my buddies, my friend's times so by <clears throat> my playing varsity basketball or JV basketball. So, you know, I didn't play. So, when is winning the priority? Like, fundamentals. Fundamentals, fundamentals. Oh, yeah, fundamentals. So I said, okay, man. I said, maybe maybe it's too big of a word right now. I said, so let's say basics. He's like, no, still too big of a word. I said, well, I don't know how to break basic down like the basic life essentials the basic basketball essentials like I don't know how to break down basic any more than basic it's a basic principle and I also talked to somebody else while we were watching because they ended up asking about my suspension (laughs) but anyways the basic like I said I said uh, to this individual I said you know because we were talking off and on and we were watching the game and I watched a kid drive the baseline and just drive right past the our defender and uh, go in and shoot I said man I said 
I said, you know I didn't play high school basketball. And he was like, yeah. I said, but I played from, oh, whenever we had it, first, second, third grade. I don't remember. I said I didn't play all that much. I said, but I do remember that we were taught to drop your butt and slide. Slide your feet. So, and we used that baseline as another defender. Well, I said, use that baseline. He was like, yeah, that's another defender. And I was like, yeah, see, I didn't even think about it as being another defender. I said, but I remember when they would tell us to slide all the way to the baseline and our foot should be touching the line. So that if they're going around us, they're going to be out of bounds. They ain't getting by us. It's that simple. Use it to your advantage. And I have yet to see that in any league. From from the youth to the varsity. I I don't get it. Uh, Hands up on defense was another priority. Like, by the time uh, you put your hands up, the ball's already down low. Right, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, and we're not teaching dribbling. And I say that because the next time you go to a varsity game, I want you to watch. This is what I want you to look for. Whether you watch it on Prepcast or whether you go to a varsity game, is. When they go to drive, does that ball hit the floor before they move their feet? I counted six times by one person that went to drive. And he took a step or two steps before the ball hit the floor. That's a walk. And you might say as a coach, well, if the ref's not calling it, he's not calling it. Well, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, when a ref does start calling it, and individuals start getting irritated because it's never been called in his entire life, then we're going to have an issue. So that's something that you, know, you might, as a coach, be like, hey, you're walking. That ball has to hit the floor before your pivot foot comes off the ground. Look it up. Look it up. Uh, so that's that's dribbling. Rebounding. Nobody knows how to rebound. We're underneath the basket. The only reason you need to be underneath the basket is if it goes through. But that's not rebounding. Um... You know, we're getting, we're getting, one, we don't know how to block out, and that's any, any, and I know it's harder for the the younger kids, but it's still stuff that you teach. You can't rebound the basketball 
when it is when you're getting sucked in to where you're underneath the rim. Unless they airball it, that ball is going to bounce off the rim and it's going to be two or three feet out. And we don't know how, and this is the other issue, because I watched this a lot on Saturday. When we do rebound, we don't know how to take the rebound and grasp it with both hands and then turn towards the goal that we were going to. Like if you get a defensive rebound. And then look. What we're doing is we get the rebound. There's still three or four people right there around the basketball. And we try to dribble. We try to dribble. Ah, So, what did this do? It really makes me want to build my gym. The, you know, fitness gym. And attached to it, have a basketball court. So that I can hold different levels of basketball camp. A not very expensive basketball camp. That's one of the ways that I would make income to pay for the offset of building this gym. And then, you know, we could have tournaments and this, that, and the other. And then somebody, my my wife said, well, maybe the youth league could use your gym instead of the school gym. I said, yeah, maybe. That would be up to whoever's in charge of the gym, the, the youth league, which I do know who it is. Um, I don't know if he would want to give it up and let me just run it out of the gym. And so I asked the question, I asked my wife, I said, so if I do this gym, should I do it for volleyball too? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, oh, because I wasn't sure if I wanted to include volleyball in it. But she was like, yeah, absolutely. And then you could hold volleyball camps. And I was like, well, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and then maybe the volleyball just goes through you, too. Yeah, possibly. So that's kind of where I'm at on that. Um, it was... disheartening to watch um, and you know I had talked to a couple people oh let's see uh, this is the second year I've been back so when when I first got back I had talked to some people and I was like what happened to fundamentals of basketball and they said they don't teach them at the young level I said what like, it's more than about winning at the third grade level, at the fourth grade level, at the fifth grade level, at the sixth grade level. It's more than winning. And I want to tell you, the best coach we have 
I'm even going to use his name for for the youth league. I don't care if this makes people mad or not. Because the one thing with me, if you haven't realized yet, is I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm just going to put it out there. Whether it's an opinion or a fact. So my opinion on the best youth coach that we have, and it's really kind of shocking to me. I coached his son back in the day. And I remember the way he was with his son. But the individual that is the best youth, youth coach we have is Mr. Craig Sumner. I have a daughter that's played basketball once. And that was when she was like five, maybe younger. And she's never wanted to play basketball after that. And I'm not going to force my kids to play. So she wanted to play this year. And in my head, I'm like, oh, man, do I really want that? So I let her play, knowing that it it was not going to be pretty. Some of that may be my fault because I didn't think she wanted to play basketball anymore, so I haven't worked with her on it. Like, it's hard for her to dribble, and she gets scared or excited, whatever word you want to use about when she does get the ball and defenders come up to her, she's like, ah, she gets anxious. She's like, I got to get rid of the ball, (laughs) which is fine. Which is fine. And it's not just her. Like, there's other kids on the team that need work. And he was substituting in the first half. And Rich Hill had a, well, 16-2 to two lead, I think, at halftime. And then they caught up. Um, Appalachian City caught up. So I was like, oh, there goes that. And he still subbed players in. And there was a time, I think, that he had one person on the court that was um, – probably better than her peers and he ran with it and he still won and we were we were tied and we won at the buzzer we won on a three point or maybe yeah I think we were tied Uh, we won with a three point shot that went in at the buzzer If we would have lost that game, in my book, he still would have won. Because I don't care if he would have had a 42 to nothing lead. And he, from the start of the game to the end of the game, he didn't change his game plan. He still subbed people in, subbed people out. Took out the really good players, put in the not so good players. And to me, that's how you build a team. 
That's how you build chemistry. And that's how you build confidence. But hey, what do I know? I don't know much. So that's something for for you guys to think about. I was told that we need an outdoor store. And when my wife said, when I showed it to my wife or I said something to my wife, she was like, an outdoor store. Yeah, we're going to transition to outdoor store. And that's, I think that's all I'm going to say on that, on, you know, the sports, because I really want my gym. But somebody hit me up and said they wanted an outdoor store. And uh, she was like, does, does he mean patio furniture, lumber? It doesn't hide our hardware yet. I was like, no. I was like, when he told me outdoor, I was assuming like, you know, hunting stuff. And it was, it was hunting stuff, trapping and fishing stuff, man stuff, I guess you could say, or woman stuff. Now, there's women that hunt and fish and, and do manly things. So, <clears throat> that is. I would love for that. I mean, it's kind of hard to do here in, in Rich Hill. Um, you know, because as much as I hate to say this is if if we're spending money, we got to make money to, st- to stay open. And it may be cheaper at if, if you go to Butler or if you go to Walmart and people might complain about that. So my rebuttal to that is, well, it may be a dollar or two cheaper, but you're driving to Butler or Nevada. So are you spending a dollar or two in gas to get up there and back? I don't know, are you? And then, you know, you buy local and it just helps the local company to expand To maybe be able to order more so they can drop it, maybe 50 cents or a dollar or, you know, whatever. It's all about, it's all about being able to buy more to charge less. The more you buy, the cheaper it's going to be, right? So if it's cheaper for me, then it's going to be cheaper for you type scenario so yeah um so yeah so i guess i will transition back into the gym aspect of it so i you know a couple people were like well you need to get your gym up because we had talked about it and i was like i know i know i was like ah i kind of want to see what this new president's going to do with the economy and this uh coronavirus because I would love to buy a gym or build my gym. Um, and, you know, the thought process is talking to Rich Hill Tiger Fitness and seeing, you know, what we could work out if you wanted to sell. And just using that for income, paying off if I go get a loan. And then stashing money, start stashing money so that I could build a bigger facility that is incorporated with a gym 
And we also said maybe even putting a community center attached to it. Because my big plan would be doing a gym. And I don't know why I'm t- I'm saying this, but I am. I'm going to I'm going to tell everybody what my big plan is and it might backfire on me and somebody might actually spend the money to do it. So whatever. My big plan would be to have the gym attached to it. You would have a basketball court that is only open. The basketball court is only open during the day, meaning I would have it open when I'm there. After I leave, it would be shut down. There would be no getting into that gym unless I allowed somebody access in there to practice or whatever, and then I would ensure that it was locked up. And there would be a door to get in from the outside and a door to get in from the gym and a door to get in from the community center because I would like to have a community center attached to it. And then have a kitchen in there that could also work as a kitchen for the community center and for the snack shack for the basketball for if we're holding tournament or games or whatever. Uh, Because that's where I'm going to be able to make a little bit of money to pay back this building cost um so that's just a little bit of that we're at 29.52 so i got to get off here again i love each and every one of you and i appreciate you guys taking the time to listen